Hi guys. I have some fun on here. I'm gonna suck your fucking dick. All right, and welcome to the totally inappropriate radio show here on the Skyhawk After Dark. Skyhawk After Dark. <laughs> radio Net. Okay, what's your rendition? You got to do one, too. Skyhawk! Oh, she does it all rock. <laughs> She's all hardcore rock. All right, folks, if you didn't know, because you've been tuning in for the first time or because you're fundamentally retarded, I am the amazing, iconic, legendary Kimber Haven. Uh, world, world famous and shit. I'm like famous and shit. If you're so famous, why aren't you rich? I, I, I do well. I, I'm not hurting. Um, what, what do you gauge rich? Elon Musk or Raven? Owning your own home. Or Raven. <laughs> Fuck you, Raven. You make too much money. Own your own home. We, yeah. I, I own a home. No, we. the bank owns it. We just pay them. But we, we're considered homeowners. <laughs> All right. Who's, who's, who's the person giving me lip over to my left? Me? Unfortunately, me? yes, you. I'm Lexus. Lexus <sighs> Steel. Okay, and Lex is actually... Because I steal hearts. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and, and lucky guys, she's on the show all night tonight. <clears throat> so who, See, right. this is where you should say thank you. I'll be here all night. <laughs> all right, going, going up to the production booth. What's up, production booth? Hey, everybody. You have Raven Rocks. That sounds like it's playing through your iPad, not that that the not the radio. I can hear it in the headphones. Well, I could too, but it sounded like it was playing through. It's not. It's not. Don't worry about it. I it's know how not. shit works. Oh, <laughs> you just got shitty headphones because you're too too cheap to buy a do, new do, set. Do, well, you know, production booth, you never got your shit together. Your shit's never hooked up. You mm -hmm. don't know what any of the fucking buttons do. You don't know how to do your little fucking sound bites. I'm just saying. Incompetence is not rare up in the production booth. Sheesh. What, no witty? What, what, what no connected comeback? No, no. Liar! <laughs> okay. What's up, M. Black? Oh, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I am so glad you're here. We, we, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you, M. Black. I am so glad you're here today. So stick around because... Let's hope uh, Rodney makes it yeah, in, too. Yeah, <laughs> you and Rodney are going to be big today. So I need some opinions today from a <laughs> black man's perspective. <laughs> All right, but before we do anything, it's tradition on the show. Although I don't think she has a segment I today. I don't. I yeah. don't. Today, dead I news. mean. Dead Yeah, t it's dead. Ain't nobody died? No, ain't nobody. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody, nobody need died. killing? Ain't nobody need killing? Nope, not today. 
So, so nobody famous died that we give a shit about. No. Although half the people we announce, yeah, on this show, we, don't we don't give, give a, a shit, shit about. about. Yeah, we're I was just, just like, thinking eh, that people know who they are. We'll just hey, hey, so and so, that motherfucker, he's dead. And half of them were like, who? And some of them hit you, you know, like Betty White. That yeah, hurt, that one, that that was a loss. That hurt. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking earlier this week, and I I think I had mentioned John Goodman's going to hit me hard. Oh, I love John Goodman. Yeah. I was telling Raven I watched that clip once a week just to keep me motivated. Yeah. <laughs> you know who hit, you. who surprisingly hit me harder than I thought it would? Stanley. Stanley hit me hard, too. Yeah. Only because he was so fucking joyous every time you saw him. He was Excelsior. So, yeah, he was just... <laughs> Such a sweet man. Yeah, and, and he was so cute with his wife. I, yes. Yeah, I was about to say, I remember watching that documentary they about him and his wife, each other. and yeah. they're so adorable. Yeah, and, and <laughs> he he basically, it was horrible because we're Stanley and and Lexus and I saw it happen because we would watch all these Stanley interviews, and you could visibly see that when he lost his wife, he like... He died like two years after his wife, but when he lost his wife, he changed. Mm -hmm. He was not joyous anymore. He had no joy in his life. He was a miserable, miserable man. And you saw interviews. He just, he wasn't, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, he was just miserable. Um, He lost his mate and he just wasn't the same after she died. And for the last couple of years of Stanley's life, he was just a different person. How long were they together? Their entire lives. He married her right out of World War II. He was like 19. They had been together for like 70 fucking years. Listen, I, I I, can imagine what it's like, but we've only been together 25. And I can only imagine. Yeah, it was about three times that. How difficult that would be. Yeah, it was their entire lives together. Because, I mean, you share your life with somebody and then all of a sudden they're gone. <clears throat> it's got to be hard so i can't believe we don't have any dead news this week no dead news here you're you're actually able to be on the whole show and no dead news i know <laughs> nobody died for me this week i know right so <laughs> the world is fucking falling well apart. somebody did i saw it on the news he was uh, you may know I, I i don't even know the name he was somebody hispanic i think he was a singer or something but i i i mean i, didn't I don't know listen to that was. beaner shit <laughs> you fucking racist Where they play drums on hubcaps I don't know oh. I don't fucking know Fucking racist Pl- Play maracas I don't, I don't give a shit about that You're so stuff. racist A little bit yeah uh, So anyway um, The world is falling fucking apart And it's like the Twisted Sister song We ain't gonna take it Because on top of the fucking writer's strike on top of the fucking actor strike, Hollywood is shut down for the first time in fucking, you know, forever. Well, now. N- not everything. Not everything. Oh, shut you're down. talking about Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore. She, the oh, talk. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Drew Barrymore won't have a career. Uh, she's already being buried. Uh, Drew Barrymore committed career suicide. She will be a an ink blot soon. But uh, uh, you walk that you walk over that line. You start pissing off the actors that are yeah sacrificing. You your life ain't worth spit. And Bill Maher did that shit. Bill Maher, Andrew Barrymore, well, both doing it. Bill Maher was she's a piece like, of shit. She's like, hey, I turned down the music awards. 
So but I got to go back to work. I got to pay my bills. So now the entire automotive industry is shut down. All the big three. Tesla didn't. No, not. <laughs> yeah. The big three. GM, Ford, and what's the other one? Chrysler? Chevy? No, it was some. No, that's GM. It was one of the ones I've never heard of. I don't know if they own. Yeah, it's the big three. You they're know, calling it. Dodge, Ford, Jeep, or what? Yeah, they're the big three that own all the car production in the United States. Uh, and they've completely gone on strike. Done. So there, there's no audio manufacturing. There's no Hollywood. Everybody's walking the fuck out. It's Twisted Sister. We ain't going to take it. So are you saying that everybody like at Toyota is basically jobless? No, it doesn't affect Toyota. Huh. Only American production. Oh. Okay. Uh, Ford, GM, which includes Chevy. Stellantis, and, whoever that is. Yeah. They're, they're called the big three. They, they produce all the American cars. Mm, okay. So they're all shut down right now. And the reason all these fucking strikes and everything is happening is because over the course of the last 50 years, they've transferred all of this country's wealth into the top 1%. And they've yeah. removed the middle class, well, so now nobody has anything. So now you've got an uprising sorry, of peasants. I was right. Uh, Stellantis is the owners of the Fiat Chrysler Group. Ugh. Yeah, Chrysler, so, so yeah. Ford. So, but I mean, Chevy also Chrysler. another yeah. reason why it's happening is because the 1% refuse to give pay raises and everything is going up in price, but your pay. Yeah, well, did you guys did you, you know, guys see the interview live. with was it the Chevy CEO who had a forty percent her 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 pay has gone up or her salary has gone up like forty percent in the last three years? But the uh, now now you know you've heard of trickle down economics, right? Yes, that's such a fucking crock of shit. Yeah, what it is is it's a theory that if you give all the money to the rich people. It'll trickle down to the peasants. <laughs> that's literally what it means. Now, I have something that that's a good segue to to talk about. Now, have you heard? Well, I wasn't really done yet. Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. So I was gonna, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm wondering if these strikes are trickle down economic strikes. What I'm saying is, have you noticed that everybody who's striking is fairly well paid? Fairly well paid. I mean, I I'm trying to feel bad for the auto people here but i know for a fact they make about 35 bucks an hour so i'm not going to be too i'm not going to feel too bad for them and the people in hollywood they're making decent money too but the people that really need it everybody well, fucking else isn't striking did you guys see the interview that he, they did with the uh i can't remember who he was but he was a like a ceo of a company in australia and he basically yeah. said maybe the unemployment should go up about 40, 50% because then maybe these people will stop bitching. He basically said, let them eat cake. He's a billionaire. So what, what were you going to trans? Well, actually I have something else to talk about that you brought that up. I've very rarely seen the top, you know, Uh, Rodney's here too is perfect and black and Rodney. Perfect. All right. I've rarely seen rich people do something good. I don't know if you know Mark Cuban from The Shark. Nah. Anyway. It's like ask me to identify one of those gay guys for straight eye. He is, um, 
I, I don't know if he's a multimillionaire or a billionaire, but he is, oh, he's a billionaire. What he did was he fucked over the pharmaceutical companies because they're, they're marking, they're marking up their product like 400%. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he created a company that only marks it up like 30%. So you can go and buy your medicine for a lot cheaper. Well, the, every other country, civilized country in the world, their government pays a cap. Their government pays a certain amount because we're the only ones without public health yeah. care. It's considered a fundamental right in every other civilized country. So the government buys it, so you can't overcharge the government because they go, fuck you, we'll produce it ourselves. So the other thing that I was going to say, have you guys heard about the conspiracy theory about all these celebrities and Hawaii? There's a conspiracy about Hawaii. Oh, them wanting to let it burn down so they can swoop in and buy it all up? Yeah, because uh, Oprah Winfrey owns land there. Uh, Tom Hanks owns land there. And there's this conspiracy theory that they started the fires. (laughs) We didn't start the fires. (laughs) So that they can buy the land cheaper. Well, I mean, it's a total white person move, but it doesn't have anything to do with Oprah. Although she is an Oreo. You know, what really annoyed the fuck out of me is you have her, which is a billionaire, with a B. And you have The Rock, who is a multimillionaire. They go and they ask people for fucking donations (laughs) to help all the misplaced people in Maui. Of course, because they're giving their time and their time is valuable (laughs) because they're celebrities. I'm like, fuck you, dude. So okay, we we gotta we gotta play this game with all right. Black I got it. I'm I'm ready. All right, all right. All right. You want me, you want me to upload one? No, I'll, okay. I'll, you'll you'll know when it's time. All right, <clears throat> all right. Rodney, we've been waiting on you. Okay, uh, <laughs> we've been waiting on you and M Black to be in the chat to play a game with us here at the Ti Radio Show. Now there is a fundamental purpose to this game, which will be revealed at the end of the game. However. I want the opinion of black men, and Rodney, you're close enough. <laughs> so here, here's here's the deal. Okay, I'm. We're going to talk about lawn ornaments. Now we're going to post a picture in chat, and I want my my black beautiful brothers to chime in and tell us from their perspective. Do they think if a white person, if a white person, this is important, if a white person puts this ornament in their yard, do you as a black person consider it to be racist? Okay, so that's what the game is. So we're going to put up the first lawn ornament and we want the black brothers in, in the chat to tell us if a white person puts this in their yard. Oh, holy shit. Would you consider this racist? Did you put it in? All right. Obviously, I got to refresh. Yeah, she did. <laughs> okay, there it is. All right. There it is. There's our first lawn ornament. For the people listening that don't are not presently in chat, they're driving or whatever, is a lawn ornament of a black person dressed up as a jockey holding a lantern With big red lips. But here's the thing. It's not just, I mean, it is literally painted black. 
black. Okay. Like black, black. Now, our, our, our uh, two black guys in the chat, and black says, yes, racist. Rodney says, racist as hell. Okay. So, we've agreed that this one's racist, because we're on board with this as racist, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're going to put up a different ornament for white people to have in their yard, and I want you to tell us if this ornament in a white person's yard would be considered racist. And uh, I will, okay, what it is. Oh, is, holy shit. Is, is, <laughs> Aunt, is a Aunt Jemima ornament. And she is also, as Lexus said, painted like pitch black with bright red lips and dressed like Aunt Jemima holding a broom with the little polka dot wrap around her head. So, if a white person puts that on their front lawn, is that racist? So, M. Black says, yes, racist. Ronnie says, racist white people. All right. Okay, now we got, we got one more for you. So, we're going to put up another one. This uh, Is this racist if it's placed in front of a white person's home? Is a black man holding a handgun... Dress is a uh, garden gnome. Would you consider that racist? A black man holding a handgun dressed as a garden gnome. <laughs> oh, they're thinking about this one. <laughs> they got to think hard about this one because it's taking a while. So they're, they're, they're like, hmm. You, you can tell from their side is ding, 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 See, ding, now, ding, now, ding, if ding. I saw this and racist, racist ass, ass shit. shit. Okay, that's from Rodney. Yes, racist. Okay. Wait, before you go on, yeah. I have to say something. The first one you posted. Yeah. My parents have one of those in oh their yard. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. The first time I saw it, I was like, are you fucking serious? Wow. All right. Now, M. Black, uh, Rodney, there was a reason I wanted you to play this game with us. Uh, You see that that last statue is supposed to be, and I know you can't tell, it's supposed to be Samuel Jackson dressed as a garden gnome because it's inscribed, say what one more time. Say what again? Yeah, say what again one more time. But to me, it looks like a black man holding a handgun wearing a garden gnome outfit because Samuel Jackson in that movie didn't have white hair. He didn't look anything like that. Doesn't look anything like Sam Jackson. Wasn't wearing a a blue suit. So, now the reason we wanted you to play this game, M. Black and Rodney, is because I received this as a birthday gift. Just recently, I received this as a birthday gift. Now, I thought it was a gag gift. And I made the mistake of telling the person that it was racist. (laughs) That person that gave me the gift was highly offended (laughs) that I would ever see that as racist. But here's the thing. That person is incredibly white. And it wasn't me. And incredibly oblivious <laughs> to racist. He, okay, let, let me tell you the funniest part about this whole story. The guy who gave it to me 
is so goddamn white and unracist. He's so not racist that he couldn't even see how it looked. He didn't even register in his brain why a black man holding a handgun dressed as a garden gnome in your front lawn would be offensive, especially when it's in front. Now, if a black guy had this ornament, he gets a pass. But if a white person puts this in the yard, it changes the meaning. I, 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 I don't know if I saw this in a white person's yard, if I'd honestly think that they were racist. I would probably be like, okay, I don't know if they're racist or not, but I know they ain't right. It's sus. It's sus. <laughs> yeah, totally sus. Like, you're leaning on the edge. But <laughs> exactly, uh, the edge of being racist. Yeah. Uh, where, you, where you had the little scapegoat that you can pick it up and go, look, it has an inscription. It's supposed to be Samuel Jackson with the movie. I know how he intended it because he knows I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. So he intended it as a little memento statue I could put in my office or whatever. But when I opened it, I saw the black garden gnome with the handgun. And I just thought, wow. <laughs> wow. And I'm on video. Oh, here's another thing. Fucking Lexus is videoing. Me. No, I, that day I was too tired. And I took a picture instead of video. Well, you tried to video and you fuck it mm-hmm. up. But I'm sitting there and I'm trying, like, I'm, how am I going to react on video to this? <laughs> how the fuck? What? Because, you know, you got that awkward thing when somebody gives you a gift. You have to be appreciative. But I just opened a racist garden up. <laughs> and I don't know what is happening. And I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, is this a gag gift? What? What's... I know what it's supposed to be going for here with the say what again, because I recognize the line, but it doesn't look anything like Samuel Jackson. It's not dressed like Samuel Jackson for the movie. It doesn't have black hair like Samuel Jackson for the movie. So I don't get it. So I'm looking at it and going, I, 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 I don't get it. So I'm trying to, on video, I'm like, oh, fuck. What am I going to say? So she messes up the video. So then I thank him, and I think it's a gag gift. So I says, thank you for the racist garden No. <laughs> And I thought it was funny gag gift. Like he was like maybe, you know, playing into me on the radio. I don't know. But yeah, uh, he got highly offended because I would uh, even consider that remotely racist. He said there was nothing racist about it. And he was offended that I called him racist. I said, I didn't call you racist. I, I said that the garden on was came off. As he a didn't make it. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I, if anything, you're so goddamn unracist. You're oblivious because you don't understand that a black man holding a handgun in your front yard when you're a white person is pretty fucking racist shit. So it, it's just. So this this guy that gave me the the gnome is like part of our family. He's I, like my little brother. I wonder if they have cholo uh, gnomes, garden gnomes. <laughs> it's, it's just you know he, he, this guy is like my little brother, and I don't want to hurt his feelings or anything. And it's the thought that counts. But when the thought is giving you a racist garden gnome, <laughs> it, it's it's tough. It's tough because I'm like, do I joke about this? Is this meant to be funny? And I, 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 you know, there was a 50, 50. I went with, it was a gag gift. It was meant to be funny. I commended him on his joke and I found out the hard way he wasn't joking. Yep. And I got in trouble and I got yelled at. And then, you know, that was all done in, uh, 
open messaging to all the family, thanking him for his racist garden gnome. But no, I got a scathing message in private afterwards about it not being racist and how could I even see it as such. Like I'm, I felt like fucking Zoolander Magatu. <laughs> am I? Am I fucking taking crazy pills here? Am I the only one that sees this as racist? Am I the only one that looks at this garden gnome and goes, "Holy shit, man!" No, there you go, Lexus. So it, it's. I thought I was fucking taking crazy pills. Nothing came up. Because he, he's he's acting like I'm the racist for thinking that it was racist. I'm like, what? Does it still not come up? No, there's nothing up. We don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Raven. You're, you're giggling. You, but yeah, and you keep saying, there you go, there you go. And we're I like, put what it the in fuck chat. are you talking about? It's a Cholo Garden gnome. Oh. They actually make them. Well, it, it never came through. Epic fail. It's showing up on mine. Oh, this one's totally racist. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I found one that's totally racist now, to my oh, to my Beaner clan. Okay, but what if you received it as a birthday gift? Hmm. How would you react to receiving that as a birthday gift? Because I can answer that question because I've had to go through it. And let me tell you, folks, there is nothing as awkward as sitting down to unwrap your gift and opening a racist garden up. You just, no one is expecting that, okay? I don't care how hardcore you are, how many gifts you've opened, how th- you think you're ready for it. Did it still not come it's, through? You sent it through twice now. Yeah. But mine, my, I think mine is more racist. I think yours is more jolly though. At least I I think it needs to be holding a Budweiser. (laughs) I mean, if anybody drinks as much as Ravens people, it's the Mexicans. Yeah, but Irish garden gnomes are just garden gnomes. No, they're just Irish people. That's what I mean. Yeah, they're just fucking (laughs) tiny little itty bitty people. All right, you know, here's, I was thinking about fairy tales. And I was thinking how stupid they were. And how, when you're reading this to kids, and this particular story never was read to me, but if it was, I would have questions. And then I started thinking, what if they did a realistic portrayal? How horrifying would it be? Now, here's what I'm talking about. Let's talk about Rapunzel. (laughs) Now... Now, her Prince Charming's in armor and shit. The guy's got to weigh about 220 pounds, 250 pounds at least. Now, she throws her hair down, right? Now, when this 230-pound fucking dude <laughs> grabs onto her fucking hair and starts climbing up the fucking tower, basically it would rip her entire scalp completely off her fucking head in the most gory, horrific fashion. It'd be like your hair gets caught in a fucking fan not going at high speed. It would get ripped the fuck out of your head. Not to mention, I mean, how clean can her hair be if she's stuck up in a high tower? Yeah, really. 
And it's that long. This guy smells some nasty (laughs) shit, yeah. Because you know it's just dragging around. And if her hair looks like that, can you imagine what her toenails and nails look like? They're all all curled over. Fucking Prince Charming gets up there and goes, whoa, neglect. Oh, my God. There's a lot of neglect up here. (laughs) And you know she has no teeth. Oh, yeah, that's true. Can you imagine the shape that cooch is going to be in? But she's got long hair. She doesn't have a scalp anymore, though. He's he's ripped most of her long hair out making the trip. Rapunzel. I want to see a, a, like a cartoon, like a gory horror short. Rapunzel, Rapunzel will let down your hair and she throws it down and he just grabs it, starts climbing up just and it just comes off in his hand and you just fucking see a scalp. And then it flashes her going, ah! And just like the evil stepmother in the doorway going, yeah, that was really fucking dumb. What did you think was going to happen, you dumb bitch? That's why you're up in a fucking tower. Because you a dumbass bitch. <laughs> I, I just, oh, we we were, we got to talk about our recent plights. And let me explain. And I'll, I'll turn over to you girls because I think we all have, this is affecting us all. <laughs> okay, so all three of us are coming into old age. And we're learning that the game changes significantly as you age. And it, it happens suddenly. And abruptly, without any fucking rhyme or reason, and just your body decides, I can't do that anymore. No thanks. (laughs) So, uh, we have been talking about foods that we absolutely love. We've been eating all our fucking lives. That if we fucking eat it now, it's goddamn like poison. So, I mean, first of all, fast food, period. I I cannot. Oh, my God. Too greasy. At, At my age, fast food will destroy me. For days. If I eat McDonald's, I will suffer for at least a day See, and a half. McDonald's, I'm still fine with the only... Ugh, the it's only, not even real food. Well... <laughs> it's food product. The price I pay with McDonald's is I'm going to clear a room. That's the only price I pay with McDonald's. Is like anything remotely spicy. I love spicy food, but now... I've gotten to the age where you're by my body's like, you can't have it anymore. I said, I want it. And it's like, fuck, fuck you. I don't care. I don't care. You can't have it anymore. And it's like things that I used to really enjoy eating. And I don't have many. I don't eat a lot, but now I can't. And it just, it's like just one day I wake up and now I can't eat that anymore because my body can no longer handle it. Even though I've been eating it my whole fucking life, it was my go-to and now I can't even fucking have hot sauce on anything, anything because I'm fucking crippled for two days. Well, for me, it's incredibly sweet foods. Okay. Let me ask you both a question here. What did you really love that you've had to completely give up because you got old and your body can't take it anymore? Really sweet foods. Anything in particular you miss? There is this cake that Kroger makes that I loved. Every summer I would get it. And um, I wanted it for my birthday this year. I got it. And I couldn't finish one piece of it because it was so fucking sweet. How about you, Raven? What have you had to give up? This really doesn't follow with what I was going to bring up that I can't eat in general, but there is one thing that I can't handle, and it kind of goes in line with what you can't eat. I love um, pad thai, but I love extremely spicy pad thai. 
but I can't, I can still eat pad thai, but I can't go extremely spicy or it tears my insides up. You are so fucking white. <laughs> fuck what you. What the fuck is pad thai? It's, is it something you have with your vichy swa? What the fuck is pad thai, Karen? <laughs> Please tell me the, the, the fucking bistro you go to to have it's your pad thai. It's not my fault you never leave the fucking house. What the f- Do you have pad thai with avocado toast? What the fuck is pad thai? It's Thai food. It's Thai food. I know, but nobody fucking eats Thai food. Yes, they do. You don't eat Thai food. Not, no, no. not in our area. I, I, I hang around fucking black people. It's rice noodles with vegetables and either beef, chicken, or shrimp with <laughs> shitloads of spices in it. It's and a bunch peanuts of, and all kinds of other it's a bunch of It's a bunch of shit that white people get together and go, oh my God, let's go have Indian f- food and see how poor people it's eat. It's not Indian. That, that's how it is. It's like, let's go see how poor people eat. Or white people that go to soul food restaurants because they want to see how black people eat. Let's go experience black people eat Forgive food. me for expanding my culinary horizons and this not is, just eating the same shit every is, day. Well, uh, something I used to really like, uh, you know, I would ride my e-bike up there and have some Pad Thai. <laughs> Uh, on the way Fuck home, you. I'd get a pumpkin spice latte. Um, and black, in all fairness, I don't think that was ever really good for your body. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're called sliders for a reason. They slide right out. And yeah, White Castle. White Castle was a staple for us after we went out for binge drinking. And we used to, ha- we had our phase. We had our phase where the three of us would go out. And when we were much younger... We would go out and party and binge drink and club and have a good time and get shit face. And then afterwards we'd eat White Castle and that was never a good idea. And we kept doing it. And, you know, now I don't think we could. (laughs) I don't think we could do it sober. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. For me, it's jalapenos and spicy food. Love them. I love it. I just can't. It'll give me dumb and dumber, explosive, painful diarrhea. Um fucking for days it was so goddamn bad in atlanta it gave me a fucking hemorrhoid so do you want me to stop making chili (laughs) (laughs) see mainly for me it's it's sugar but it's sugar when it's mixed with fatty stuff it's the combination of sugar and fat together and it's not it's not the exit It's when I eat that stuff together, it wants to come back out the way it went You know in. what really bothers me is when I have artificial sweetener and then I have a you know. fruit that's naturally sweetened. The combination gives me the worst fucking cramps ever. I'm, I'm starting to wonder if some of that or if that has something to do with it too because lately I've been drinking because I've pretty much sworn off soda. And I've been drinking a lot of Gatorade Zero, and I've noticed my heartburn's been upticked because for I've been me, drinking a lot of Gatorade. For me, it's incredibly painful. Like, I'm rolling around on the ground, cramps. Sure. Is it not gas? No, Jesus. it's not gas. Huh. It's it's the combination of the artificial sweetener uh, and the, the natural I'm just, sweetener. I'm just kicking back, listening to you girls go back and forth. I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's happened. They're, they're two old women talking about their ailments. 
Oh, bitch, you're 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 walking in the front door first. Tomorrow's your birthday, right? Yeah, that's tomorrow. <laughs> so you know, just as a funny note for this racist gnome shit, I just think it's hilarious that our two black opinions, Rodney and M. Black, are the furthest thing from thugs, humanly possible. That they're like the sweetest, nicest fucking sweetest most gentle black guys you could ever fucking know and and, you know we need somebody on the show that's so fucking black their favorite gatorade flavor is hennessy (laughs) you're an idiot (laughs) fuck you i'm an idiot so we watch we both watch the same shit on youtube and i wanted to discuss because that brought it up (laughs) That made me think of, you don't say what flavors the Kool-Aid are. You say what colors they are. Thank you, Trey. Um, it's the, 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 I, I, I'm blanking, sorry. It was the experiment that they did where they had like five black guys and one white guy. They blindfolded them all. And you had to try and find the white guy. The black guys had to try and find the white guy in the group. It was very interesting. Okay, here here's my thing about Kool-Aid, okay? Now, this is going to sound bad. But I grew up with money. I didn't eat a drink Kool-Aid. That was for poor people. That is very poor That and Tang. Um, I didn't, I didn't get Kool-Aid. I know. I got water. I I got from the, the hose. I got the frozen shit, the fo- frozen concentrated shit, and I got tang. Oh, you mean the uh, the orange juice that comes yeah. out in a like a mm-hmm. frozen clump? Yeah. And you had water to it, stirred yeah. up. Yeah, that's what I got. That stuff's so nasty. I got water <laughs> from the hose. <laughs> well, now I- my dad drank soda, but we weren't allowed to have it. We were allowed to have the frozen shit. Soda was special occasions. <laughs> I know, no, no. And it was RC even then. God, you guys were poor. <laughs> I mean, and and like for special occasions for like Thanksgiving where everybody else was having wine and champagne, my mom would give us the apple cider, the bottled apple See, cider. I actually told her last night and she did not, she looked at me like I was smoking crack because it didn't even compute to her privileged brain. I was like, when we would go on um, school picnics and school trips, my mom would make me like the brown bag lunch that they would have your your parents make you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it was a special occasion if I got Hawaiian punch, if I got a can of Mm -hmm. Hawaiian punch in my in my brown bag lunch for a, for a school and trip. You know what really pissed Any me off? Any drink you need a can opener with is <laughs> you, pretty good. You know what really pissed me off is that my brothers would get it all the time because they were allowed to play soccer and you had to take that shit to soccer games. So for our listeners that, that don't have access to the chat because you're driving or whatever, Trey just wished me a happy early birthday. So thank you, and I guess if you should get this out of the way, my birthday is tomorrow. I will be 50. I will How be 50. I will be 50 years old. Damn! Tomorrow. I was born in 1973. Damn! You're only three years after me. It's still three years. And Raven is one to two years, depending on the time of the year. 
Right now, she's enjoying being two <laughs> years younger. But in a few months, she's only going to be one year younger. So, yeah, I'm the oldest of the three, and I turn 50 How's tomorrow. your knee? Better than yours. I'm fine. <laughs> when that's not what you were saying, the hot tub. God damn, we sound fucking pathetically privileged. That's not what you were saying last night in our hot tub. I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, get it out of your system. Ha- have your little fun, poking fun at the old lady. Hey, did you get the life alert like I asked you to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what, what, what do you want to talk about, Lexus, since we have the rare opportunity for you to bring more to the table and be on the show all night? Yeah, I, I, you know, there was a lot, but I didn't write it down. Oh, Jesus Christ, you're fucking incompetent. Oh, my God. You, you know, speaking of old people, it's, it, I, I noticed this when I was driving around the other day. We've had a couple nice days here in Kentucky, and the hover rounds came out. Oh, jeez. That's, that's a senior convertible right there. I saw, like, driving into Lexington the other day, I saw no less than fucking three hover rounds driving down the side of Nicholasville Road. Looking for adventure. I'm not lying. One was this very large, she looked older, woman, almost looked like she was laid out on a bed. Hover around in herself down oh, the fucking yeah. side of the road. I call those Jabba barges. Yes, those are Jabba, Jabba barges. Well, we had we had a male that was in one Jabba barge with a large rifle because he was going shit. to the pawn shop. <laughs> but you know the hover rounds are better than driving up your driving your lawnmower up and down the fucking street. Uh, that that's another thing before. Raven got her e-bike. You know, just to prove the fact that she's so fucking goddamn white. Before she got her e-bike, she was thinking about a Vespa. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yes, you were. You, you were, were always talking about Vespas. Too. Don't fucking I was lie. not talking about a Vespa. What were you talking about? I was maybe going to get a moped, but not a fucking Vespa. <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking, uh. I live in town. There's no sense in me taking a fucking car everywhere I go. I live within three blocks of almost everything. And why do you need a race car? That's for fun. <laughs> hey, did you see that there's a new brewery in town? I did. It's where the old, like... Uh, but we don't drink. It, it was a pawn shop. No, they have more than just... Uh, yeah, it's right next to Lee's I famous mean, you bitches, recipe chicken. You bitches still drink everywhere. No, they, they, they're a restaurant, too. Oh, is it a restaurant? Mm-hmm. I was just getting some dinner from Lee's the other night, and I saw it there. They have, like, beer cheese, and they sell soft Ooh. pretzels and all that shit. I like me some beer cheese. Uh, you think you do. Maybe you can eat it. Maybe you can't. It's a 50-50 <laughs> in the days. So, so Elon Musk has finally addressed uh, Twitter going down the tubes as financially. Yeah, I saw that. He has blamed it on the juice. Oh, of course. He has said it's because of the Jews talking so much shit about him and complaining because there's too many Nazis on his site. 
So it's the Jews' fault that they're complaining that there's too many Nazis on his sites. That's what's causing his bottom line to falter. So he literally, this billionaire fuck, literally came out and said, Twitter's losing money because of the Jews, because uh, they're mad about Nazis. Well, of course, it can't be his fault. He's a fucking genius. That's never invented anything in his yeah. whole fucking life. All he's done is being born with money. His father owned emerald mines. He was born fucking rich like Donald Trump, then went out and bought good ideas from other people. And then said, I did it. No, you didn't. You didn't invent Tesla. You bought Tesla. You didn't invent PayPal. You bought PayPal. You're not an innovator. You're just a rich fuck. It just throws your money around and says, now I own things. Just like he, he didn't invent Twitter either. He just bought it. He did the same thing to Twitter as he did with Tesla and PayPal. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. He didn't do I, a fucking thing. I remember when PayPal used to be a thing. Yeah. Until fucking Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. And Tesla's going down too. When you have an idiot billionaire that doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground, but just buys shit... You get shit that doesn't work. You get SpaceX. You get Tesla that goes out. Well, PayPal. Tesla was doing well until he started pissing off the people that actually buy Teslas. Well, actually, until the lawsuits of all their fucking technology being proven to be fraud, fraudulent coming out. They have hundreds of million dollars in fraudulent claims because their cars are pieces of dog shit. And now, see, they used to dominate because they used to be the only game in town. Oh, but, yeah. But now that the big three have gotten into the, uh, the, the game, nobody gives a shit about Tesla anymore. Now they're overpriced garbage. They're fucking like Jaguars. They're just fucking like Jaguars. They're overpriced garbage. Run by a fucking neo-Nazi fucking cunt. Well, and he tried to pull the whole um, kind of like what Apple does with their phones. He wanted to have the chargers be just for Teslas. And now all these other cars are coming out and they're kind of generalizing the chargers to where you can charge a Chevy and a Ford and, you know, all these other electric cars on kind of the same chargers. But then you got Tesla only able to charge on a Tesla charger and it's, it's fucking them over. So I'm going to talk about fame because you got fame. Yeah, because you got recognized the other day. I almost did that too. And Raven, you got you got recognized the other day. What? Yeah, we're going to talk about fame. First of all, let's talk first about Lexus and her evasion of fame. Lexus will do everything in her power, humanly possible, to avoid being on camera, being in the lime site, doing any interviews. Or being famous in any fucking way. She will run so fucking fast from the camera. It's insane. I don't like people. Where did I get recognized? <laughs> I will get to that. And and with Raven. See, she already forgot. She, no, no. Because I got a message the other day. Yeah, and she I'm gets, wanting to know. She gets recognized more I'm wanting often. to know how she knows. Me and Raven both get recognized. And we're both famous. And we both get recognized when we're out and about. But it's different. And I'm going to explain how it's different. Like, for example, Raven and I are always being mistaken for one another, nonstop. So I get a message the other day from this guy on Twitter. And he says, hey, I'm absolutely certain I just saw you at Georgetown Hospital. Fuck you. I got a fucking message on FetLife that's saying, I, told him I saw you yeah, that's at Georgetown Hospital. And I says, you saw Raven 
at Georgetown Hospital, not me. He's like, oh, uh, I did? Is that Raven? I'm like, yes, that's Raven. That's who you saw. So you get recognized a lot whenever you're at work. I get recognized too. But the the guy who recognized me in the airport that started groping me was a rarity because he was a white guy. But I'm black famous. Uh, I get recognized all the time by black men. If I'm ever clocked being out, if I go out and about or do an errand, and I get an email saying I saw you out and about, saw you today at so-and-so, it's always from a black guy. Even when I went to the airport and I, I got recognized when I was picking up my bag as I was leaving the TSA agent saying, I know who you are. He was a black fucking guard. I'm like, oh, you do? He's like, yeah, I love it. Keep up the good work. It's black guys. All, all black guys. Black guys know who the fuck I am. 80% of men are into transsexual porn. It's a huge multi-billion dollar industry and I pretty well have cornered the <laughs> black guys into tranny market. Because I've catered to them so much and so much of my content is geared specifically to them that I have now become black famous. Uh, but I don't have the kind of fame from the white guys that Raven has. She gets recognized all the fucking time. Black guys are more down low about it. So they're, they're not going to. I don't like being recognized in public. I try to Clark Kent my ass as much as I can. Yeah, but everybody recognizes his titties. I am not the only one with big tits. That's why they thought it was me at Georgetown. And I'm like, no, it's not me at Georgetown. It's the other bitch with big tits. And her tits are bigger. So, yeah, it's like we, we do get recognized. Unfortunately, Raven gets recognized most of the time at work because she's out there working every day. If I have to run an errand, which I try to avoid doing, <laughs> if I have to leave the, the manor, then I, I do occasionally get recognized. And it's very uncomfortable because people are sheeple. So if somebody approaches you in public, wants a photo like that guy did in the airport or makes a big deal, then all the other people that don't recognize you, don't know who the fuck you are, are going to start gravitating towards you because yeah. they just think, oh, I need to take a picture with this person because they're famous. Mm -hmm. And it draws attention because people are just like mob mentality. So if one person is saying, oh, my God, this person's famous and wants photos with you, then everybody in the place wants a fucking photo with you and they don't even know who the fuck you are. They're just fame hounds like, oh, my God, this person's famous. I got to take a photo with them now and find out who the fuck they are later. And then they, <laughs> they yeah, then they do their research. And then they're like, look who I took my uh, photo with. And their friend's like, a transsexual porn star? And they're like, what? I don't like it. I mean, like you've said many times, if if we're at an expo, if we're at some kind of porn event, I'm fine with that. But if I'm out doing my fucking grocery shopping, leave me the hell alone. That's why I dress like a homeless person when I go grocery shopping. I'm not dressed anything like I'm dressed when I'm on a porn set. But apparently my Clark Kent sucks. You have gigantic comical titties. It's not like I accentuate them. Okay, so... M. Black brings up something in chat. I, I saw that. I, and we got to talk about it. He says, did anyone else see the video of Bobert getting her boobs groped in the theater before she got kicked out? So I actually wrote down in my notes for the show, 
White Trash Barbie gets kicked out of Beetlejuice <laughs> show for vaping and being obnoxious and loud. Several complaints lodged for a trash shit human being behavior. When they told her to leave, she uh, she countered with, of course, do you know who I am? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about White Trash Barbie, Lauren Boebert, and the fact that she not only was elected by the Republicans, but re-elected. She's on her second I can't term. believe that either. Her fucking ex-husband whipped out a dick to a waitress. Mm-hmm. She's the biggest piece of white trash garbage that has ever lived. So she gets kicked out of this fucking concert for well, dancing, being loud, obnoxious, vaping in an indoor facility. She's denying it, but isn't there rumors that she was a fucking escort? Yes. Or, uh, there's actually name? proof, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, there, there's been, yeah. yeah. She, pl- I watched the video that there Ted was Cruz. And she we, was an escort for Ted Cruz. Yeah, and when they all came out and said, yeah, she was kicked out for being obnoxious. Talk about fucking your way to the top. Yeah. She was kicked out for being obnoxious, for vaping, for uh, dancing obnoxiously in front of everybody, for, uh, and all this shit, and uh, for flipping off everybody when they asked her to leave. I mean, just total fucking trash behavior. So this all comes out, and she says, no, that happened. So I'm going to sound like an old lady when I say this, and I know this in, in advance, but I blame reality tv for the way she acts like snooki are acting nowadays so lauren bober is basically white trash snooki uh so anyway she denies everything she says i wasn't vaping she's like i wasn't doing that and none of it's real it's all fucking lies it's all fucking fake news well guess what the venue had full video of everything mm-hmm. and they released it showing her vaping and that's- showing her getting groped up and sex and having basically sex through her clothes in the middle of a venue in front of everybody this is what i don't understand nowadays why do people fucking lie there's video everywhere it's not people it's republicans george santos is a republican lauren bobert's a republican uh donald trump's a republican they are fucking constantly lying through the fox news look at their fucking news source it's a goddamn propaganda network that does nothing but lies it's just in this day and age everything is fucking recorded because you have to because there's fucks out there who will sue you over everything. But it doesn't matter because you could you could show the world. She could literally spit in a cop's face and then pull her tits out and then run away from the cops. And the fucking Why voters fucking don't care. Lying? No. The Republicans don't care. They are, they are so... Oh, damn it. Okay, production booth. They are so out of fucking control. That, I mean, their guy for president has 91 fucking indictments. They don't give a shit. Well, I know that. He's convicted. He's you know, a convicted sexual molester. I, I do have to say that I'm... I never thought I would say this, but I'm pretty pa- proud of um, Mitt Romney. Uh, I was always proud of Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney was, he's, okay, I'm not, I don't believe in Republican values, and I think Mitt Romney was a little too religious for my taste because he was Mormon. Well, however, Mitt, Mitt Romney's at the point where he doesn't believe in it either anymore. Yeah. <laughs> however, he always said where he was, where his beliefs stood, what he stood for, and he backed them up. And when it came down to the impeachment on Donald Trump, he was the only Republican with the guts to say, I vote to impeach. He's committed these crimes. 
Mitt Romney took nothing but flack, and he did that voting against his own party with tears in his eyes when he did it. Because he knew that he would be disowned by everybody that, that he used to be a part of. But he is a man who loves his country. How about Liz Cheney? I can't stand her views. Yeah. But at least she fucking said, you know, that's not what I'm See, about. I think I think that's what's missing is a love for country in politics. Love because, for Trump only. Yes. It, it's it's. It's just like, and you know, they hide behind, let's make America great. But it's not making America great when you want to. The, the biggest problem we're facing is that literally 35% of this country. But it's not America anymore with them. It's yeah. America. A third of this country actually want a dictator. They want one. They're looking forward to having a fascist government. They want Trump to tell them everything and how to live their lives and what they can and cannot do. They want that because in their minds, they're like, Trump will run all the subhumans out of this country and leave it all for the white people again. But what really uh, aggravates me is this country was stolen. It's because white people showed up on the shore. Fuck. What have I always said? White people serve one function. Oh, why'd you get her started? They, white people exist to seal other people's shit. It, it just, it, it baffles me that people don't understand that about history when they're talking about to, you know, get everybody out of fucking America, except for the white people. Bitch, you didn't fucking belong here in the, fu- in the first place. How about the Alamo? Let's talk about the Alamo. The Alamo, uh, the Alamo is uh, taught in this country as a heroic endeavor. No, it's white people who stole Mexican land, just fucking took it. What do you think New Mexico is? They just took their land and said, no, this is New Mexico. And Santa Ana says, that's our fucking country. And then the uh, white people said, we don't fucking care. We're taking your shit because that's what we do. It's just how we are. We take people's shit. So they took Mexican land. That's what caused that fucking war. The Alamo wasn't fucking heroes. They were fucking invaders. I know. They were foreign invaders stealing land from an indigenous people. Fucking white people. If they show up on your shores, they have arrived to take your shit. And you better have shit because if you don't have any shit for them to take, they're taking you. And you are their shit. So you either give them your shit or they're taking you instead. But every time throughout history, that's exactly how it works out. White people show up on your shores, give them your shit, or they're taking you back home and they're going to put you in shackles because that was white people do. They're there to take your shit. If you don't have shit, they'll take you instead. Fucking white people. That's what they've done since the beginning of time. Literally all white people have done is take other people's shit. You know you two are white, right? Yeah, I fucking hate it, though. <laughs> fucking hate white people. Fuck white people. I just wanted to point that out. Fuck my race. <laughs> Fuck white people. You two are white. <clears throat> you know, I was thinking about a guy who was a fundamental part of our childhood. We grew up on this motherfucker. This guy was like one of the biggest stars in the fucking world when we were kids. We were teenagers. You couldn't go anywhere and not hear this fucking man's name. He was literally in every fucking major movie. And now, this generation wouldn't even recognize his name. He doesn't even fucking exist anymore. Steve Gutenberg. 
Steve fucking Gutenberg. Mm. Is he still alive? Yes. Exactly. Thanks for proving my point. <laughs> Talking about disappearing off the face of the fucking earth. I was thinking Mr. T. Did he just take no, his Mr. money? No, Mr. T's still around. He's still doing wild commercials. He's still in the public eye. He just take his money and say, screw you guys, I'm going home? When we were growing up, man, Steve Gutenberg was yeah. the shit. He was in everything, whether he it be was. Three Men and a Baby or Police Academy. I mean, he was Every fucking where he was considered a heartthrob. Steve Gutenberg was in every comedy. If you want a good looking, handsome, funny guy, it was always Steve Gutenberg. He was a huge star. And then all of a sudden, it's like, bloop. He disappeared from existence to the extreme to where nobody who's a millennial would even know who the fuck Steve Gutenberg was. And he was a massive part of our upbringing. He was a massive star. He was Tom Cruise. He was fucking Eddie Murphy. He was a huge star. Yeah. So where is he now? Don't know. <laughs> he just fucking poof. Poof. And, and it just blows my mind. How do you go from being such a huge megastar one day to literally disappearing to where the next generation that comes along doesn't even know who the fuck you are? They've never even heard your fucking name. He has the record for the most original films to franchise in film history. Yes, he was in Cocoon too, M. Black. How, what the fuck are you watching Cocoon for? You're black. You're going to watch a bunch of old white people in a pool? Hold up. <laughs> what the fuck? He's 65. He's picking up the pace of his career after some time spent focusing on helping his ailing father. What, 30 fucking years? <laughs> Did he spend 30 fucking years? How long did his dad, was his dad sick? Shit. He should have died by now. Fuck. I'm just telling you what they, what they wrote here. I mean, Mark, uh, uh, what was his, uh, uh, Rick Moranis. That's a good, good reason. He raised his kid. He stepped away. He retired. But Steve Goomberg, it was like, poof. <gasps> I forgot he was in short circuit. He was in yes. He was in <laughs> Cocoon, Short Circuit, Three Men and a Baby, Police Academy. Motherfucker was one of the biggest stars in the fucking world. He was in all these blockbusters. You couldn't fucking go to the movie theater without seeing a fucking Steve Gutenberg fucking movie on a poster somewhere. He was enormous. And then he just dis <laughs> I've got both these bitches researching Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> They're both like, fuck, we did, we haven't thought about Steve Gutenberg in haven't. 20 fucking years. Shit. I remember him. He used to be a big deal. No, that's the weird thing. It's like nobody has thought about this megastar in 20 fucking years. Yeah, it looks like the last thing that he starred in was 2005. And Black is trying to cover his bases now. He's <laughs> like, my girlfriend at the time wanted to see it. I didn't want to see it. <laughs> But now we know that M. Black spends his black man days watching old shriveled up white people playing in a pool. <laughs> Isn't Mr. Diabetes in that movie? Uh, yes. Wolf of Boomer. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wolf of I'm diabetes. I'm diabetes. I'm diabetes. Yeah. I got a question for Does you guys. Does anyone really know Wilford Brimley from anything else except for He was that? on and a the, show. I don't the, yeah, remember Yeah, he was where he played the- And Cream of Wheat the, commercial. The That's father. Oh, uh, Cream of Wheat. I, I have a question for you ladies because I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly or, you know, 
if I'm not. Um, fuck, now I forgot his name. The guy who used to show up with the sweepstakes at your house if you won a million dollars. Oh, Ed shit. McMahon. Yes. Ed McMahon. Was it him? Or am I losing my mind? Who? Because they say Ed McMahon never did that. But yeah, it's the Mandela effect. What? That he was never in Publishers Cthulhu? Clearing the House. He's oh, never been he associated never... with Publishers Clearing House. Everybody in their mind remembers Ed McMahon giving out those big checks, but it never happened. He's I never... remember him doing that, though. See? It's a Mandela <laughs> effect. But if you look up, did uh, um, Ed McMahon ever have anything to do with Publishers Clearinghouse, you will see that he was never linked to them, never did anything for them. However, everybody has this shared memory that he did that. I remember him doing exactly. that shit. We all do. <laughs> but the facts state that he never did Publishers Clearinghouse. He never did it. So we're all like, what? What? Did the space-time continuum shift? What? what? <laughs> Just like Cheez-Its. It's not Cheez-Its. It's Cheez-It. There's no S there. And the Berenstain Bears. Or cup, yeah. cup of noodles. <laughs> yeah. It's this weird Mandela effects. Yeah, he, he was never associated with Publishers Clearinghouse. He was asked that his whole life when he was alive. He's like, no, I don't know what people are talking about. He's like, I've never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse. Fuck that. He's lying. It's just I, like uh, <laughs> fucking Sinbad uh, is const- constantly asked about his genie movie. And he has to tell people all the time, I was never in no fucking genie movie. But I, I specifically I thought, I remember. I thought that was Shaq. It was. I specifically remember Nelson Mandela's death the first time. <laughs> the first time. Because <laughs> uh, some people have memories of Nelson Mandela dying in prison. Yeah. That's what I remember. I remember seeing it on the TV. It's like CP3O's leg. Uh, you know, people remember him being all gold, but he wasn't. He had a silver leg. And Luke, I am your father, was never spoken. He never says that, ever. I, I do. do you know what the line actually is? Doesn't he just say, I'm your father? No, he says, no. I yeah. am your father. That's what I, that's does, what I thought he yeah, said. Yeah, he doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. Yeah. No, I, he says, Ben says, you killed him, you murdered yeah. him. And he says, no. no. I am I your father. I am your father. Yeah. I remember Jiffy and not Jiff. <laughs> well, people are saying that that's because you've combined in your mind Skippy with Jiff. No. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, so there's this new way that young people, millennials, are fucking over their parents getting back at him for being wacko Republicans. So I guess it's really bad that when you're in your 30s or your 40s and you're caring for your parent, they're watching Fox News all the time like your parents. Oh, and yeah. they're That's getting fucking, fucking toxic and they're starting to fucking get racist. And you know how this propaganda will warp people. So these young people have been having a problem with their their older parents falling down these hateful rabbit holes. So they've developed a solution and it's caught on. And I think it's fucking hilarious. Oh, tell me. Tell me. What these young people are doing is they're going into the TV and using the parental controls uh. to lock out Fox News. And their parents cannot figure out the parental controls. That's fucking awesome. Or where to even find them. 
So their parents are fucking raising a fit and their kids are like, hey, you need to to go off of that for a while. You know what would be funny is if they're actually calling their uh, internet service provider being like, hey, I pay for this fucking channel and I'm not getting it. (laughs) And Black is like, are you serious? Now he's going to go investigate. Yeah, yeah, but these young people are just going bloop, bloop, bloop in the Roku, changing parental cons- and blocking Fox News, and their parents, for the life of them, cannot figure out how to unblock that's it. That's fucking amazing. That's awesome. So that's how they're fixing the problem. They're just like, fine, I'll just fucking block you from watching it. And now they're parents that live at home, because you know how it is, like, when you're a kid, you live at home with your parents. But when you get too old, you're a parent that lives at home with your kid. <laughs> And your kid's taking care of you. So the kid's like, hey, this is my house, my rules. You're locked out of Fox News. So literally punishing their elderly parents saying, no, no Fox News for you. Bad. I wish I could. They don't live with me. They never will. They never will. I'm I'm the tranny child. I just think it's hilarious that these young people have figured out how to use technology to fuck over old people. It'd be a cold day in hell before a fucking person in their 60s or 70s could figure out how to fucking unlock parental controls. Hell, I, I'm i like skipping through like 80 pages of bullshit trying to find that shit. Da-ding, da-ding, da-ding. Where the fuck did they put it? Da-ding, da-ding. Is it in settings? Ba-ding, ba-ding. No, fuck. Is it in security? Ba-ding, ba-ding, ba-ding. I can't even imagine being like 65 years old and trying to figure that shit out. Cause I'm you not, can't figure it out now. I know. <laughs> I'm tech-tarded. <laughs> I, I, I don't even fucking deal with it. If I have technology, I just hand it to you or Raven and say, do this. I can't Fix imagine what it must be like for you to have to go into your phone settings to change anything. But, but uh, I'm really good at a MacBook. <laughs> yeah, I, I go to you for MacBook yeah, shit. <laughs> I'm really good at a MacBook. That's my whole fucking life. I know everything about my machine. And I can build a fucking Godzilla display. I just can't fucking work technology. Which is why I have absolutely zero involvement in any technical aspect of this fucking show. Zero. Zero. I'm just the fucking mouthpiece. But it doesn't stop you from bitching about it. Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't stop her mouth from working. Both of you, fuck you. I mean... (laughs) And speaking of fuck yous, I, I want to give a, a fuck you shout out for all those people out there that are listening that owns a- Androids. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> fuck you. I second that. We all hate you. We all fucking hate you. All you Android users are just like Republicans. We all fucking hate you. You just don't know it. We all fucking hate you. Fuck you, Android users. Wait, weren't you just telling me like last week that all black men use Androids? So now you hate all black men? That's because they, that's because they, they're fucking, they don't have a lot of money in Androids. Oh, (laughs) not not, not seriously. I mean, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. that The fucking system is completely 100% rigged against them. I mean, seriously, to say that black men live in poverty is a fact, but it's not their fault. It's not because they don't work their ass off. It's because they're not given the correct opportunities and they don't have the same opportunities white motherfuckers have. So the entire system for a hundred fucking years has been rigged against them. They do the best that they can. 
with the bullshit in this fucking country that even after a hundred years, they're still not fucking treated as equals in this goddamn country. They've had multiple generations as Americans and they're still not treated as full Americans because of these white evangelical fucks. Fuck white people. God damn. I hate fucking well, we're all, well, you, you've, Lexus, you've gotten to taste it your whole life, but Kimber and I have finally gotten a taste of it ourselves. I fucking hate white people so much. That every time I look in the mirror, I have to resist screaming cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start calling you that now. <laughs> cracker hey, ass cracker. Did you guys hear about this one chip challenge? Yeah. Oh, that they had to pull it? The kid mm-hmm. died. Yeah. Yeah. That stupid ass kid. He, we we lucked out with that one. Thank God he died. I mean, how how uh, it has a fucking warning on it. And you know, I I am all in favor of this chip challenge. I want it to call the herd a bit. All I'm saying is, give them out for free. Anybody who wants to die of this chip, please. If you eat a super hot chip and you die, you had that one coming. You know what you're getting into. You know what you're signing up for. The damn package is covered in warnings. Well, and it's fucking, it's a black chip. How could get, how good could it be? It's like marked for death. What do you mean? It's literally, if you look at the chip, it's like a dark, dark blue. Yeah, it looks weird. Yeah. It does not look edible. No, it does not. I, I've seen a bunch of people do those one chip challenges and I wanna say if I've watched fifty of those, I've seen maybe I did one by two accident. people complete that challenge. <laughs> I did one by accident. <laughs> what happened is I come home, it's been a long day at work. I've been working like sixteen hours and there's nobody at home. So I'm like, I'm hungry. And my wife's not home. She's not going to fix me nothing to eat. So I got to fend for myself. So I go in the cupboard and I open the cupboard and I see a brand new bag of chips. And I'm like, sweet score. She did some grocery shopping. I got some chips. So I snag the chips, put on a, a show and I start munching out. I'm like, ah, these are pretty good. Yum, 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 crunch, 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 crunch. And I'm watching my show for about five, 10 minutes, munching down like crazy. At this point, I've eaten like 20, 30 chips. And then it hits me. Incredible pain in my throat and my mouth. (laughs) Excruciating. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I look at the back. It says habanero chips. (laughs) Extreme heat habanero chips. And all I'm doing is sitting by myself on the couch. Tears running down my fucking eye. I mean, just just gushing out. Snot coming out. And all I'm doing is sitting on the couch screaming. And there's nobody else in the house. I'm screaming, why the fuck is this in the house? Why the fuck would you buy this? Why the fuck do we have these? And then she comes home. And I fucking go to She's the fuck Hispanic. Off. That's like regular <laughs> chips for yeah, her. Yeah, those are yummy. And, and I love habanero. Like, she's like, why don't you ever read packaging? And I look at her and say, why the fuck would I think this would be in the house? I saw chips. I didn't think you would put poison chips in the fucking house. Jesus. How about the fiber bars? That's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I come home because this happens a lot. She's not home because she's always working. 
come home. I'm alone. I got to fend for myself. Open the cupboard. See some little chocolate, uh, like, workout bars. I'm like, oh, okay. Those look yummy. So I have one. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, this is the best fucking thing I've ever had. This is amazing. So This is the best I've ever had, so let's have nine. No, yeah. wait. So I open the box. I have one. And I'm just blown away by it, okay? So then I can't stop. I eat the whole box. I eat the whole box. So I come home. So, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm watching TV. I'm just having a good time, right? No, you were in the bathtub. Oh, and she comes home and says... So, because I guess she went out there and saw the empty box in the trash. Let me tell you how it really happened, because she's not telling you how it happened. She was going to work, so I made her a lunch. Put one of those fiber bars in there. Okay? She gets home before I do. So, as in the time that she's waiting for me to come home and make dinner, she eats the entire fucking box. When I finally get home, she's in the bath, and I said... Oh, what'd you think of that fiber bar that I put in your lunch today? And she says... My eyes got huge, first yeah, of all. She's like, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, it's a fiber bar. What'd you think of it? She's like, they were good. I said, then what's the problem? She said, I just ate the entire fucking box. So, basically, I did the equivalent of eating a box of X-Lax in one sitting. <laughs> so... The next day was unpleasant. <laughs> and I knew it was coming because I had basically poisoned myself by eating a whole box of laxatives. And, oh, my God, I have never had such horrible experiences in the bathroom. It was it was traumatic. Yeah, uh, and, and that was another situation where I start yelling. Why? Why would we have these in the house? Why do you buy poop bars? I don't need to poop anymore. I poop a lot. I don't need more poop in my life. I never walk around and go, you know what I would really love? I would love if I shit more often. I want to shit more often. You don't, but I do. <laughs> I can't help it if you're always constipated. So I'm not it's, constipated. It's normal for me. It's her fault because she keeps stuff in the house to keep her more regular. That no, it's her fault. You get into and eat too many of. You need to tell me. You need, if you're going to oh, bring it's something. It's written right on the box in the bag. You're going to bring something to the house. It's literally a poop bar. And it's like a medication for you. And you need it. That's fine. But say, hey, hey, Kimber. Just so you know, these bars are poop bars. Kimber, this is rat poison. <laughs> Do not eat it. And then, because I'm going what in there, the it looks like a little Debbie snack. They're individually wrapped and everything. So, and, and like the chips, they just look like chips. I just grab chips, start eating chips. That's true. The habanero chips were in a red bag. It looked like red Doritos. These are urinal cakes. They're not regular cakes. Don't eat them. And, and you know, I, I, I didn't know what fiber one meant. <laughs> Jesus. And you say I'm the freaking retard. I just thought it was like, you know, it's a healthy bar. It's good for you. That's fiber. It's in the name. I didn't know it was a laxative. <laughs> 
So I ate a box of laxatives and it did not go over well. And I ate super hot chips and did the fucking chip challenge by accident when I was fucking third of the way through the whole bag before it hit me. So when it hit me, there was fucking snot everywhere. Habanero is not nearly as hot and spicy as those other chips. You know, you know, I would agree with you until you've eaten 20 before it hits you. Okay, you eat one or two fucking chips, you're like, this ain't bad. But if you eat 20, because it sneaks up on you. And after 20, because you're stuffing your face because you're starving, and then it hits you, then you're like, I've eaten too many to go back now. <laughs> now you got snot running down. I fucking just pouring water. It's just like, why, why, why is this in the house? Because they're good. Well, I, I, just, I wouldn't know. I didn't get to taste the habanero chips. I, I can't identify. I ate the fucking whole bag before I figured it out. Because I actually read, you know, letters on the front of stuff before I right? start shoving Especially it in my mouth. for somebody who says they're such an avid reader. And they're so much more intelligent than everyone else. What? You're always flaunting your how you're so much more intelligent than I everyone. I do not. I don't say I'm smarter than everybody else. Jesus. Now, if you, if you feel that I'm smarter than you, well, <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that's, that's a personal choice. I really have to pee. I know you wanted to know that, but uh, I've got a dog in my lap. It makes it a little difficult. I was just going to, you know, don't don't put it in any kind of container. Kimber might drink it. What, what do you mean? She wasn't listening because she was typing. She can't do two things at once. That's true. <laughs> I said it, I really have to pee, but I've got a dog in my lap. Well, M. Black said something about Ed McMahon. I was verifying. He says, I had to search it. Uh, Ed McMahon worked for a publisher's clearinghouse competition. It says here that uh, there is no evidence that McMahon ever worked for a publisher's clearinghouse. He was, however, a spokesperson for American Family Publishers. In old television commercials for American Family Publishers, the word publishers appeared much smaller than American Family, perhaps because the company knew that so many American households had confused the two brands, believing that McMahon worked for the competition. Uh, but I remember the, the commercials of him now, going He worked for a company called American Family Publishers. Uh, and, and there was old, uh, and they were confused because they had two similar names. It wasn't Publishers Clearinghouse. I just, I, I don't fucking know. I usually can't remember past like last week, so... Yeah, it says, uh, Entertainer Ed McMahon was never a spokesperson for Publishers Clearinghouse Sweepstakes. However, there appears to be a large number of Americans who believe that he was. This is an example of a false memory known as the Mandela Effect. It's called the Mandela Effect because of the false memory of so many people who believe Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 1980s, when in reality, he died in 2013. The false memory that McMahon worked for Publishers Clearinghouse likely existed in the minds of many Americans for one or a combination of several reasons. They list all the right reasons why people probably believe this. One, old television commercials where he appeared in it for, for the PCH Prize Patrol. And uh, American Family Publishers. McMahon's face on the envelope. That's what 
I think I remember is him actually going to the house and knocking on the doors and handing the people the big-ass check. Some readers might fondly remember Publishers Clearinghouse television commercial from past decades where sweepstakes winners were notified at their doorsteps by a PCH prize patrol. They had won large cash prizes, sometimes with a big check. However, McMahon never appeared in the ads. It says, look the commercials up. He never appears. See, but that's what I remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading <laughs> all about it. So, it's Yeah. Well, in this reality, because we, we've apparently jumped realities. Well, that's what it says. That says why I brought it up. Yeah. Or at least some of us did. Not everybody, but some of us did. Just like, uh, oh, oh, honey says, happy early birthday, Mama Kimber, the big five oh, a.k.a. 40. 40, yeah, okay. Yeah, a decade ago. A decade ago. Well, you know, I, I did watch a video. It's been a while ago, but they're talking about how in the 1950s, what people looked like who were 40 years old in 1950 compared to what people look like now who are 40 years old. And it, it was actually a striking difference. Because people who were 40, like in 1950, look like people now are in like their 70s so there is something to be said for like saying 50 is the new 40 or 30 or now I, I put a picture in chat okay pisses me off why I'll tell you why this picture of Aquaman pisses me the fuck off he uses a motherfucking trident can't you count can't ah. Aquaman <laughs> count it's called a trident. Would that a trident? Would that be a sink dent? <laughs> so this is what pisses me off. DC movies come out and they give him this magical trident, and they give it five fucking points because they're fucking retarded. This is why DC is fucking retarded. They don't even understand that try is actually in the fucking name of the weapon. <laughs> they're that fucking incompetent. When you're that fucking incompetent that you not only don't nail the character as per the comic books, you can't even understand the concept of a trident or what a trident is. It's just, it, it pisses me off. It's like, it's a goddamn trident. Nerd. That's like having a tricycle with five wheels. <laughs> yeah, it's a spork. It's a big fucking spork is what it is. Yeah, it is kind of a fork now. Yeah, it is. Aquaman is carrying a fork. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a trident. The first thing I would have said as the director, when that came on my set, I would say, who's the prop guy? Who made this shit? Because I want to have a talk with him. Does this look like a trident to you? A tri Now, I want you to sound it out for yourself. Now, trident. Does this look like a trident? It's like you can't count to three. That's all you got to do. Three pokey pokes. So they're still making this movie? With uh, Amber Heard? Is she still even in it? Uh, I guess. Because I, I heard they, they gave her the boot, and that's why it was on well, pause. There, there's so many movies that 
they already know there are going to be bombs that haven't released. Like, for example, Snow White. The, the, I don't know what they're going now, to do with Snow White. I did hear that they're still thinking about doing, or they're still actually making the new, um, what is it, I Am Legend movie with Will Smith. Oh, fuck Will Smith. <laughs> Ain't nobody wants to see thing. Will Smith. He's a bitch. I have to come to Jason Momoa's defense, because I know he didn't put that picture in there. What do you mean? He didn't pick that trident. Well, no, it was handed to him. I'm not saying uh, Jason Momoa is at fault. I'm just saying DC fucking sucks because they don't even have the basic understanding of what a trident is. I mean, how fucking retarded are these people? Plus, I heard he fucks fishes. He does fuck fish. See, I thought you were taking exception to that because they're showing him all in shape and he got fat. He did get fat. <laughs> he did get fat. Yeah, that's also true. Uh, yeah, he's not He's not so sexy now. Although, you know, he comes off as a bit toxic male for me. Why? I don't know. I don't pay much attention to him. It's so. like he comes off as really wanting to prove he's a manly man too much. Could it, because, could it be because he was in that Saturday Night Live skit? No, I mean, that that was a great skit for him, but he just seems like that kind of guy. He he seems like the kind of guy that has beers with his bros, you know? He's he's basically yeah. a Hawaiian Chad. He seems like a frat boy. He seems like a frat boy mentality personality. Kind of like in a different world, him and Matt Gates would probably get along real well. <laughs> And maybe Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, yeah. I, forgo- I like beer. I forgot all about that fucker. <laughs> I like beer. Yeah, he's 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 voting. But Matt Damon did a great yeah. parody of He's him. voting to get rid of women's rights and everything else with all the other Republicans. So I was thinking the other day about, you know, there, there are movies now that I'm a much older adult that I watch that piss me off because they're so bad. Or there are movies I'm looking forward to because I think they're going to be great. And then I watch them and they're not so great, like the Boba Fett series. I'm a huge fan of Boba Fett. It was okay. But come on, do do I really need little moped writers as his gang? That that was the lamest Vespa. Yeah, it was. Fucking cyber Vespa writers. It's like, fuck you. So I was thinking back. I'm like, when was the first time in my life that I remember being devastatedly disappointed in a movie? Where I left a movie and went, I think I just got ripped off. When as did my child mind develop far enough to realize when I got ripped off? It was a Fantastic Four. It was not. I was actually a kid. And I remember this summer because it was everywhere. You couldn't escape it. It was the biggest marketing push I had ever seen in my life. Dick Tracy. It's a big deal. Mm. It was at all the I McDonald's. I never watched it, yeah. It was every fucking where. Dick Tracy, Dick Tracy, Dick Tracy. This big Disney thing. So I was like, oh, the big Disney blockbuster. So I couldn't wait to go see Dick Tracy. And then I saw Dick Tracy. It's horrible. It was horrible. It's all like bright pastel colors. Like in every scene, it's like they vomit the most obnoxious colors (laughs) at you. They're like, okay, we're going to have a big blotch of bright red here and a big blotch of bright yellow there. And we're going to throw some lime green over here. And it's just garish. It is The word garish was created for the fucking film 
Dick Tracy. It is garish in every fucking scene. And then they have the biggest stars in the world acting like the biggest fucking idiots. That brings me to a question I had for you girls. Because I know as a kid this worked on us. Okay. Uh, because, you know, Christmas is, is a big deal about it. Advertising. Does advertising work on you now? Uh, it depends. I would say no because I don't watch regular TV, so I don't watch commercials anymore. But, for instance, you were looking at the new Apple Watch. Well, yeah, and you know that it does a little flicky thing with your fingers. Yeah, however, and, and I was just thinking about this the other day because when I was married, I had a brother-in-law who would research the ever-living shit out of everything before he would pull the trigger and buy it. And I, was, I used to be like, no, I, I ain't got time to do that shit. Now I am at that point where, yes, I did see that Apple Watch and I thought it was cool. However, I did just pull the trigger. I did early order the new iPhone 15 Pro Max. However... I researched the living fuck out of it before I decided to pull the trigger. Do you, Just do you like have a with, little holder on your e-bike for your iPhone? I do. Of course you do. I was about to say same thing with my e-bike. Before I pulled the trigger on an e-bike, I researched the living fuck out of it. I've gotten to that point in my life. That when I when something interests me, I don't just pull the trigger on the first one I see or I, look at commercials. I, I, do, I research. I do agree with the Raven. You basically have taught me more to be a researcher. Uh, because before I used to be like a Lucian and never even read reviews on Amazon. I just see something I want and buy it. Now I'll scroll down. If something doesn't have any reviews, I assume they're a new store and they should have had reviews by now. So they're untrustworthy. I look for reviews. I read the, we were joking about this in the hot tub because I will read, I don't even read the positive ones. I'll read the negative ones and see if it's an issue I give a shit about (laughs) because they'll go. So-and-so was bad. And I'm like, I don't care about that. Okay, that's fine. Uh, What's the next one? Oh, and it it was this. Oh, I don't give a shit about that. That's stupid. If it's shit, I don't care about. I look for shit like stopped working after two days. That's what I look for. I'm yeah, like, no, I, I do that no. when I'm looking for reviews on Amazon, too. I want to see the bad ones and see the issues people had, not the wonderful shit. So how I buy each of my action figures or collectible toys, this is what I do. I'll go on Amazon and type in the line or whatever, like uh, uh, Star Wars 6-inch toys, mm-hmm. and I'll look at them. And then when I find one that looks cool, what I'll do is I'll go on YouTube, and I'll put I'll type in that, like, let's say it's Boba Fett, I'll say Boba Fett... Uh, black series toy review. And I'll bring up a bunch of reviews because you can't judge from the pictures because they're going to photograph really well. Yeah. So I want to see what the actual toy looks like out of the package, what it comes with, wh- what reviewers think about the quality of the toy. So I watch the review and, it, you know, they show it very close and they show every little aspect of the toy. If I'm impressed with the toy from the review, then I'll pull the trigger and buy it. But I, I typically, for every single toy that's on that display in my office... I've watched a review about it. I just know that as kids, it was like you would see a commercial and you're like, I got to have that. I got to have that. Now YouTube reviews are where I get my marketing push. I was just wondering if it was something well, that works. Yeah, still. I did that with the e-bikes. I Because there is just tons of 
e-bikes out there. Do you now. watch the the top coolest gadgets you can buy now on Amazon I do. and stuff? I do all no. the time. No. And what for gift ideas and shit? For gift ideas, under twenty bucks. Yeah. Coolest uh, tech gadgets you can buy on Amazon for under twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Stocking stuffers, you know, shit like that. Stuff that's hard to buy. Yeah, uh, there's these videos, Raven, and, and they tell you the coolest new inventions and innovations in technology that you can actually purchase now that you might not. That's how we uh, discovered your uh, your in-car, uh, you know, what's her name? She who will yeah. not be spoken. Oh. When we first got that for you, we uh, learned about it through the top 10 coolest new gadgets that you can buy now they're available you know, now i don't even need that anymore because you can actually pull up alexa shoot i said her name god damn it she's right that right behind you too <laughs> you can pull that up on your phone now and it'll do the same thing however you do have to pull it up on your phone so i leave her i leave that in my car because when it's in my car I don't have to pull up the app and I can just say it. So a lot of times when... Well, even your phone, if you say, hey, you know who, my phone well, my phone app does it. Because I have, my whole house is tied to her. I'll be on, like, now that it's starting to get darker, I'll be on my way home and I'll say, she who will not be named, turn on the living room lights. And by the time I get home, my living room lights are on and I don't have to worry about walking into a dark house or anything like that. And it's cool. So there's a big issue, which I can't believe it's still an issue, but people are talking about and bringing to the forefront. And I'm like, why have we not done anything about this yet? Why is it just now coming into talking points? And this is age limits for public office. Now, if you work any fucking job, you have to retire. You, you don't get to be a cop until you're 80. You just don't. You're forced out the door. You, you're told, hey. Oh, I completely You're agree. too old to do the job. You need to go retire. And Not work. only do I agree with that, but I, I actually, and I've said this for years, I think there should be term limits for everything. Well, I mean, the, the problem, it's a recent problem because people are starting to live longer with the help of, you know, and we got this one fucking Republican fuck that's Chuck Grasley that's in his 90s. He's still in the fucking Senate. And then we got Mitch McConnell, which is not mentally all there. We've got Diane, uh, Diane Feinstein, which is fucking vegetable. They roll her in where she they can help her vote because she doesn't know where she is or who she is. She's literally a fucking vegetable. You know, I, I saw a meme the other day and it made me laugh. It said, did you know that Keith Richards is one year older than Mitch McConnell? And it was like, doesn't say a whole lot for drug use, does it? Well, Mitch McConnell (laughs) is uh, like almost the exact same age as Biden. No, but Keith Richards is a known, you know, has been known for being, you know, having an affinity for drugs his entire life. Yeah. And he's still rocking it out at 81 and Mitch McConnell is 80 and he's fucking freezing up like crazy. I bet if he's, he's stroking out. Yeah, I bet if you smoked Keith Richards ashes you'd get good high off that shit. 
<laughs> so I just clicked on Amazon and 20 life-changing Amazon items under $10 yeah. came up. Bitches listening. <laughs> and speaking of high, I, I don't really get high per se. Um, I've The highest I've ever been, the highest I've ever been in my life is uh, Raven, myself, <laughs> and Amy went to L.A. And it was already a bad situation for me because I love Amy to death, but Honey has met her. Honey knows what she's like. And being trapped in a room with Amy is a hell that you couldn't possibly imagine. When we weren't supposed to be. Yeah. So we had ordered two suites. She had her own suite. She was going to be have her own space and get the fuck away from us. Yeah, it was a suite with two rooms, I think. Yeah. So when we got there, we got fucked over, and they only had a uh, single room. And we had to share a space with Amy the whole trip. And uh, I was in a bad place. And I said, fuck it, let's go to the dispensary. So we went to the dispensary. We got a bunch of shit. I came home. Well, we came back to the hotel. And I was uh, really not in a good place. I was really upset. We got fucked over our room. Then I had to spend the entire event in the exact same room as Amy. No escape because I'm working the whole time. And so I'm just like, fuck this shit. So I took out two bags of gummies I just bought. Each had 20 gummies in it. And I just downed both bags. All at one time. 20 that were like, what, 100 milligrams yeah. a piece? So, I had so you 40 took, gummies, yeah. You took like 4,000 milligrams <laughs> I was, all at once? I was feeling good. <laughs> I was high as fuck. I was feeling real good. The other time that... Your eyes were the most bloodshot, I think I have ever... I mean, her eyes... Looked like she was like Satan or some shit. Her eyes were just bright red. They were so bloodshot. Yeah, the 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 three <laughs> the three times I've been really high, Raven's been there every time. Uh, the the other time was at an airport because we were at our hotel and I had a vape because we were in L.A. or Vegas somewhere where weed is legal, and I had almost a full vape and that I paid a lot of money for, but I couldn't transport on the plane, so I had to get rid of it that day. So I was fucking chain vaping that motherfucker to try to get rid of it. So by the time we went to the airport, I was fucking stoned. I had fucking... Who was the one that ate the, the gummies right before the flight? That was, that was me. It. Like a chipmunk. <laughs> and she fucking vegged out because she didn't want to get busted. And she got pulled to the side right after she had done it too. But uh, the, the third time I've been really high was not weed. It was that pain pill I took for my back. Oh, we oh my God. So, yeah. That was fucking hilarious. I don't know what that shit was, but Jesus, uh, Lex is like, this will help you with your back pain. I'm like, okay. I no, just remember looking at you and going, Kimber, how you feeling? And you just, you were, you were looking at me, but you weren't looking at me. It was like you were looking through me at the wall behind me. That was some sort of opiate or some shit. <laughs> Tramadol. Was that what it is? Mm-hmm. What what is that? What is tramadol? It gave me trauma. That's it, for sure. It's uh, used to relieve moderate to moderately severe pain in adults. It's extended release tablets, which explains why you were high for so long. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> fucked me up. I don't. That stuff is some heavy shit. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if that shit should be legal. That that was some hardcore shit. It felt like fucking morphine, which Raven cannot have. It's a very nope, strong NSAID. That's that's a what? crazy. It's a very 
not strong NSAID, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. Okay. That that doesn't tell me why it got me so fucking high. Ibuprofen is an yeah. NSAID. Aleve. Very strong. I don't get high. I don't get high from that <laughs> shit. But that was the night that we met the uh, quote unquote porn star. Oh God. Oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> With the one tooth and you know things. Speaking of Amy, let let's talk a, a little bit more about Amy. Not her specifically, but something she's into that just pisses me the fuck off. I I fucking hate these bitches that walk around and say I'm a witch. It's like I feel like bitch, get out of my face. It's like how would you feel if I went to a, a and they do this on a date? They're like, yeah, I'm really into Wicca. I'm a witch. How would you feel like if on a date I sat down with you and we're having a meal and go, yeah, I'm a wizard. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I have spell components in my home. I cast spells. I'm a wizard. Fourth level, actually. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or or how about if I if, if they're like I'm really into Wicca, I'm a witch. Uh, I'm like I'm Doctor Strange, I'm the Sorcerer Supreme. It's so fucking it, it, annoyingly stupid, and it's like these bitches that believe in these crystals and the auras. They're like I'm a oh witch. Oh my god, the crystal shit drives me insane. This magical rock gives off a certain energy, and that- the aromatherapy as well. That drives me fucking insane. It, but it, it never fails because Amy's like that too. It just and they love to bring it up in a normal adult conversation, like you're, you're supposed to be an adult at that point. Like, yeah, I'm really invested in Wicca right now. I'm a total witch. So this is a funny she's, story. She's all into like, and I don't know. You may know more about it because it's more your people than anything. She's all into like Santeria and all that stuff. I, I don't know. know about that shit. I was raised Catholic. <laughs> that black magic. <laughs> Listen, I, there's this funny story. There's this girl who came in and was telling me she hurt herself. So she's telling me all about how she's using this crystal that it's supposed to oh help. Oh, God. These people are And I was, I was like, okay, whatever. You know, whatever works for you. Then somebody else comes in and, and they hurt themselves and they're like, I don't believe in that crystal shit. It's not like if I put a rock near my chest and I'm just looking at this other girl because, you know, she just specifically <laughs> said that. And I'm just like <laughs> well, giggling. Yeah. It's fucking idiots. The, okay. Now, both sides of the aisle have their fucking idiots. See, the Republicans are just filled with idiots. But the left, we have our idiots too, like the the aura people and the crystal people and the Wiccans. Those are all fucking Democrats. Those are all left. You, what? You, I'm sorry. I'm reading what M. Black said. What did he say? Did you hear about the actress who said she was repeatedly punch slapped and knocked down by Steve Martin on the set of Little Shop of Horrors? Steve and the director deny that it happened. Yeah, I, I would not. Steve seems like the nicest yeah. guy ever. And, and here's another thing that I would uh, blow back on that. Uh, Steve Martin is literally Mitch McConnell's age, and he has been in the business for 50 fucking years, and he's never had a complaint. And all of a sudden, one person comes out and says that Steve Martin. Who? That one person is relevant, by the way. And he's not. Nowadays. Yeah, and he's not. Uh, uh, 
Who is that one person? I'm assuming it's the lead female. I don't know who it was because I didn't see that. I didn't see the article. But I'm assuming it's a blonde chick that's no longer relevant. Oh. Yeah, I mean, uh, as far as him slapping and knocking her down, he did do that in the movie, yes. And we've been on sets where you got to actually do this shit. Yeah. You, you, you know, you can't... Okay, for all those people that don't know how movies are made, okay, you can't just slap somebody and not have it be real. But it's non-fatal. You discuss it with the actors... You say, hey, you know, this is this is what we're going to do. You're going to get slapped in this scene. You're going to slap. You're going to take the slap. It's, it's, it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to break your jaw. It happens in movies. Sometimes you got to be okay with that if the scene happens. Unless you're Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Raven, I've asked Raven to slap somebody in, in a, a show. A TV show. And I did. And yes, I slapped him. But I felt horrible <laughs> about doing it. I did. But you, you got you got to do that sometimes in film. Sometimes in movies. You, you know, you watch movies all the time when these guys are getting slapped in the fucking face. You, you can tell they're not faking that shit. And I'm telling you from experience when you're making a movie, sometimes you take a slap to the face. That's just how it is. Or spit. Yes, doctor. Yes, doctor. That's one of my favorite all-time movies. Yeah, but he, he's grabbing her and tossing her around because that's literally his character. So it sounds to me like she's like, oh. Okay, he he's saying it. too real. It was the dental assistant. Yeah. Uh, yes, doctor. Yeah. No, that's the dental assistant? That he abuses, yeah. Well, the, she's not the dental assistant. She's a florist. Yeah, what dental assistant? Yeah, I don't even fucking remember yeah, a dental assistant. She was just a blonde girl that that dated the dentist. But the entire thing was that he was supposed to jerk her around and slap her around, and yeah, yeah. he was an abusive man. That he's that's literally the part he was playing. And you know, it's not like in Hollywood that you don't know when it's coming when you're smacked. You're told. When you're going to get slapped. And they, they check with you. They're like, hey, you know, this, this is... She's a chunky woman. Yeah, you, you okay with taking a slap? And, and, you know, actors are like, yeah, I'll take a fucking slap. If it, it'll make the scene work, if it'll look good, let's do this shit. I fucking hate pussy fight actors. It's like, we're here to make a movie. Just do your fucking job. If you got to take a bitch slap, take a fucking bitch slap. It's not like, it's the same with porn. It's not like everything we do on the porn is pleasurable. But you got to do what you got to do. You get through the fucking scene and you do your fucking job. Okay, so I just went to her page. I vaguely remember her. Uh, I went to the Wikipedia and I clicked on Little Shop of Horrors to see if I could see a picture. You know, it doesn't even list her as a starring role. Wow, so she was nobody. Yeah. So she's a nothing that claims that Steve Martin for no reason beat her up. Yeah. Okay. So she wasn't even the girl on screen he was roughing up. No. Yeah, okay. I don't know. What do you girls think? I think it's bullshit. Bullshit. Clout chaser? Oh, like me, Isabella? Yeah. Fuck her. I'm glad she has no fucking career left. 
fucking cunt. If if our listeners watch Transporn and don't know why I don't like Mia Isabella, because Mia Isabella... Oh, I think she is definitely after some star, so her 15 minutes, because she also is known, she said that she met Mick Jagger and he was so smug when she met him. I think she's just trying to get her 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, I was telling the, the uh, listeners that Mia Isabella outed Tyga yeah. um, for her 15 minutes of fame. And it's like she sent, he she purposely baited him in text messages to say sexual shit and then took screenshots of his text messages to use against him, to out him. Who the fuck does that? Yeah, to ruin their career where she could get famous. I think Mia Isabella is a complete human piece of garbage. She's right up there with uh, uh, Aubrey Kate. With human pieces of garbage. Fuck her too. Yeah. Little shop, little shop of horrors. I, I mean, we've shop. we've met and, and we may, had the unfortunate displeasure of being behind Mia Isabella when we were getting our credentials at the AVN. And God damn, she's the biggest cunt you have ever seen in your fucking life. Trust Do you us. know who I <laughs> yeah. am? Fucking Lauren Boebert. Jesus, she was awful. Oh my and, God, you're right. Yeah, and, and I didn't even know who she was at the time. I just thought to myself, this is a fucking cunt. And then she walked past me, and then Lexus says, oh, that was a tranny. I'm like, <laughs> really? Was it? I didn't even know. And then my publicist walked up, and uh, and she had this look on her face. She's like, I just fucking passed me, Isabella. I'm like, who? She's like, that bitch. I'm like, oh, that bitch was just in line. She was a fucking cunt. She's like, she's always a cunt. She used to be... Uh, she used to be my client. I had to dump her because she was just awful. <laughs> and Aubrey Kate's a piece of shit. Aubrey Kate has never outed anybody, but she's still a human piece of garbage. Damn fucking pretty mean girl is all she is. Hey, I was having this discussion with somebody the other day um, from our last trip to the TEAs. At least she was a girl. What do you mean? Well, our last trip, the fucking bitches walking around with beards and shit. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that was that was not. Yeah, it was it was our time to step away from that event. It, it's too bad Alexis didn't get to go see for the first time what had happened since COVID, and the fact that they weren't even porn stars; they were just fucking OnlyFans. Yeah, because the last time, the last trip I did was right before COVID. Yeah, as and COVID was coming out. And we, it has changed so much because we were asking the OGs, we're like, what the fuck happened in this place? They're like, oh, you know, OnlyFans has gotten big and COVID, everybody's and doing stuff out. If they weren't, if they weren't non-binary, they were trying to sport the most alternative look. It was like everybody was trying to look more Freak. alternative than the other person. It was like literally everybody was androgynous, Sadie Satanis. But why? Yeah, it was it was complete nightmare fuel. There there was probably a percentage of maybe five percent of the porn stars in that building I would fuck. The the other ninety five percent I wouldn't fuck with somebody else's dick. They were that hideous, and I'm like, what the? Oh, here's something that really pissed me off. This to me was the final straw. Where I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this shit anymore. I would say at least half the girls there if you could call them girls, because they were gender-fluid non-binaries, were, like, OnlyFans 
cam people. They had never been on a porn set in their entire fucking life. And they're getting a TA. I have never gotten a TEA. Raven has never gotten a That's TEA. That's because you're the competition. Of course not. And then they give TEAs to people that have never fucking stepped foot on a goddamn actual porn set. It's like, fuck you, Groovy. Fuck you. You know, you should take it as a compliment. Because he didn't want to give an award to the competition and send people to you. That's essentially what he would be doing. Well, what pisses me off about Groovy and their fucking big marketing commercial they call the DEA Awards, where they push their own shit, is that I've won a lot of awards. I have a fucking shelf full of awards. Never from my own people. Never from my own people. Uh, my, You know, the trannies. I've never gotten a tranny award from trannies. It would have been, you know, it would have meant something, you know, to get an award from my own, be recognized by my own people. Uh, instead of getting awards from, uh, you know, people that weren't part of my genre. It, it just, it upsets me that not only have Raven and I not gotten a TEA or been recognized as, as far as getting up on the stage accepting award, but they're giving them to people that aren't porn stars. If you, if you have, uh, if you're in the top 2% of OnlyFans, I don't give a fuck. You have never stepped foot on a porn set in your life. But... But do they have a racist garden gnome? <laughs> well, thanks to Justin, I do now. Say what again? Maybe we should just start a collection of totally racist garden gnomes. Well, Honey did really good when she gave you your racist gifts. She gave you the taco with a shiv in it. That was cool, yeah. She gave you the green card. Because I've used that shiv. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a birthday. Your happy birthday was a green card. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah honey. I still have that burrito. Um, the burrito blanket. The yeah. burrito blanket. It's at my work. <laughs> I get cold at work. Honey has a sense of humor on her. She got the vibe we, we, we have. What was as- funny is somebody at work wanted to get me that burrito blanket. I said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, I will never use it. When I'm cold at work. When I need a little nap, I'll take my break and take blanket go. <laughs> my burrito blanket. That's your little nap at work blanket? Yep. That's your work napping blanket? Makes you feel safe, doesn't it, people? She, she gave me the most faggoty fucking snow globe ever. That's the that's the thing with you, though. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the whole... I, I, thought, I thought it was totally you. <laughs> It looks like something that would be in a teenage yes, girl's bedroom. Yes, but you two, you two try to outfagot each other with your <laughs> gifts for me. We do. We you were supposed to. You weren't supposed to let that slip. Mm-hmm. And of course, she fucking remembers that. Well, now she can be in on the joke that she knows that every year we try to get her the faggiest teddy bear that we can find. So this year, when she pulls them out of the stockings, she can tell us. Who won the competition? <laughs> Whose bear is faggier? So are you looking forward to your birthday being over? Yes. <laughs> Since you have tortured me with it. <laughs> Thank you so much for <laughs> such a wonderful birthday. So tailor-made to what I like. I have to admit, I'd probably hate that too. Yeah. Yeah, you would. You would. I thought we had had an intervention. 
thought we had crossed this road. That you were going to behave you're, yourself. But you're half a century old. I don't give. I don't want. You know, it's bad enough. I got to deal Just with it. Just wait till you see what I got for your hundredth birthday. It's bad <laughs> enough for all of our listeners to tell you the hell she's put me through. It's bad enough when you have to turn forty for one day, where there's one day you got to say I'm I, I'm forty or I'm fifty or I'm sixty or I'm seventy. But on that one day, I'm going to be fifty. And I have one day that I got to say, fine, I'm 50, okay? And then move on. But no, she has dragged this out for two fucking weeks. Actually, you got to say that for a full year. I'm 50. Yeah, but you have literally tortured me with being 50. They're like, no, you got to be reminded that you're 50 years old for two weeks straight. It's like, oh, you get to have a 50th birthday party (laughs) for two weeks every day for fucking two weeks. You get to turn 50. Aren't you excited? Then you can take a nap. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) What I didn't want to do this once. Why do I got to do it fucking 16 times? And then she's got to video me, you know, constantly being tortured. Oh, you're turning 50 again today. It'll all be over tomorrow. You got one gift left. Fucking bitch. That's where I love you. It was a nice thought. But Jesus Christ. Stop. A lot of work went into that. Stop with the birthday shit. Stop. Does Raven get girly gifts? Yes, she does. She also gets nerd gifts from me. I usually get Raven toys. A lot of Raven's cool toy collection came from me. I like to give everyone toys. I give toys. I give fun gifts. If you're going to get a gift from me, you're probably going to get a toy. Unfortunately, Lexus, I can't get her any toys. I I basically give up halfway through Christmas because she's so fucking boring with her hobbies. She There's like nothing fun. Even other members of the family that said, Jesus fucking Christ, could you be even somewhat fucking fun? <laughs> I'm, could for, you? <laughs> I'm 47 years old. What do you she like? She likes Christ. kitchen stuff for yeah. Christmas. The new kitchen knives. I'm so excited about it. To stab pot holders. people with. I can use my old ones to stab people pot with. holders. I needed pot holders. It's like, fuck, you're horrible to buy for. All right, people, but it's about that time. We got around this It shit is. Up. You got about 30 seconds. So, um, you guys got anything you got to say? No. We happy ha- birthday. Yeah, happy oh. birthday. Oh, fuck you both. Maybe we should sing to you. No. All right, we're, we're good. We're good. Really. <laughs> so, <laughs> we love you guys. Hope we entertain you on this fucking Saturday night. Peace. Bye, Bye. guys. Hi, guys. I have some fun on you. Anyway, I'm going to suck your fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs>